Welcome, friends, to the Modern Dandy's Guide to Manliness. Today we present A Disagreement Between Dandies, a short play in three acts. We begin with Act 1. Ads or no ads? That is the question. After successfully publishing a first handful of episodes and starting to gain traction, Wesley and Liam, the co-creators of The Dandy's Guide, are discussing the evolution of the podcast and encounter an issue of some friction. Our tale begins with Wes, our silky-voiced host and editor, musing on the machinations of the media. It is but early days, and our audience does grow. There are listeners from afar and not even people we know. This feels like success is true, and it gives me a taste for more ears and revenue. But how? In this media, we are but neophytes, and hard jaws it is with which reality bites. Oh, those with such success, I beseech to reveal the ways with which you extend your reach. I listen to many, and one thing seems common in their pecunity, the embrace of advertising at every opportunity. Therefore, for us to sit at the same hearth, we must take the same path. Now to my fellow dandies I go to present the sure route We must follow. Ah, here is Liam, my friend and collaborator in this fight. He is an insightful and reasonable man. Surely he will embrace my insight. What ho, Wes? Thou look thoughtful, or as thoughtful as thou pretty visage everst appear to be. (laughs) Tis true, and it is with confidence. I do believe my musings are multiplicative for our mission. Methinks... We should include advertising into the podcast. I believe it will move us towards our goals with a pace of fast. Dislike advertising. It is the domain of charlatans and fools, and I count neither among the dandies. In fact, I feel if we do so, we should be perceived not as informed commenters, but as vacuous tools. What? That was not the response expected. He must not see the full picture as I projected. Fine principles I admire, but the principle of gaining followers and making money is to me a fair and reasonable goal and does not detract from our mission to inform and inspire the best of men. The integrity of what we say to me is higher still. We should not dilute our considered thought with the babbling distraction of mindless manipulation. And if we do not truly believe in what we promote, Who will believe in us? But how can we raise listenership and revenue without attracting a commercial retinue? All the podcasts I listen to take every chance to promote any and all willing to pay to dance. I don't deny that they are ready and willing to sell their popularity for a shilling. A principle of the dandies is being thoughtful and to include ads in our podcast would instead make that awful. To me, our goal is not measured in likes and money, but in thoughtful examples, well presented. Well, perhaps we can choose the ads only for things we believe. And in truth, it would not so much be a break in the flow as for our audience 
a reprieve? I think not so much. They listen for us and not for someone else's banter. I am happy to promote products which we actually use and sponsorships would delight me. We seek to speak with authenticity and not to do so would reflect instead temerity. How can potential sponsors know how their products will be included in the show? We need to include some ads so that they can be inspired to get the audience they desire. We already mentioned the products we believe in. They can work on making us supporters of thine, but not to script on how we opine. Also, I want to add some musical score, as to me, people just talking is a bore. Why? Our soft opens, an impromptu innovation of yours, is a naturally enjoyable way for listeners to join our conversation. The best podcasts I listen to have no need for Muzak to distract from the quality of the discourse. It would be artificial to add a ditty, and I think quite likely to sound a little shitty. But everyone else has ads and tunes. I believe for us it would be a boon. We are not everyone. Plus, there is no podcast like the Dandies. Most other casts are formulaic, and copying them would simply make us prosaic. Our difference is genuinity, and that four of us talk with sincerity. That has value far beyond the mere monetary. I believe differently. Besides, if everyone is doing something, shouldn't we? Just because it's popular doesn't mean it's sufficient. The dandies are, by definition, different. (sighs) But how are we going to achieve fame if we are not to do the same? In creating the podcast, we agreed that intrusive advertising is a no-no. So on this issue, I will exert my veto. Forsooth, thou art stubborn fool. It is you who is a pernicious tool. And so do our dandies part, both miffed, and each feeling the other does not heed. What indeed shall happen in our next act? A trial by error. A few weeks pass, and again Wesley and Liam are discussing the podcast. Our dandies have now chosen their separate paths. At last. Liam will see my vision. Truly understand how it will help our mission. I added in fake ads without consultation, which, as editor, was too much a temptation. Plus, I added a musical tune to the intro, which... I feel is très à propos. That's Shakespearean for cool. But now what is this I have in hand? A confirmation that my imagination and initiative are truly grand? Tis a letter carried by a crow that comes with Liam's sigil and appears to be written in blood of a goat? Which is odd. Only Liam would use such an archaic and, frankly, creepy way to communicate. Dear Wes, my friend, or at least who wishes to be, I found myself both truly vexed and deeply puzzled that despite my protestations, my views you have so clearly muzzled. What has come over your pretty Mandy to so far ignore your fellow dandy? With distress I do complain, these ads doth truly grind my brain. Tis something which we must now address. Please call upon me soonest, I must stress. Bah! 
What rejection is this of my art? How untrue his aspersions on my insightful heart. It's a cheapening of all I seek to achieve and impart. With the firm conviction of my views, I shall retort. Dearest Liam, Verily your message I did receive, and this is my quick reprise. While I do regard your interjection, you do not appreciate my creative direction. Tis the goal of listeners and revenue, and not just to appeal to your own retinue. Besides, did you not think my wit divine? As ever, I remain eternally thine. It is known. Joy accepts this. A short time passes as disagreement festers in our dandies' homes, and very much unlike a plot in Game of Thrones, the women folk have made it known that each must behave as if fully grown. Eventually, our dandies do finally seek to converse and resolve the issue each has found perverse. Wes, I received your note and read it with a feeling I shall not emote. We discussed this issue, and I am troubled that you do so take action despite what was agreed. Adds something I cannot tolerate, with a visceral loathing so powerful it would cause Satan himself to immolate. We did discuss, but agree? I did not perchance allow, and besides, it is does my idol, to whom I look to emulate, if we are truly to grow from nook to globe, we must embrace what is required for that to elevate. This does vex me so, but for now, along with it, I will reluctantly go. Fine. We can include some fake ads, but they must be at the end and not in the flow. It irked me that our good conversation was broken by some inconsequential narration. If we put them at the end, then people will not listen. I think that doth make my very point. People do not like ads. Ads. Not a sponsor. If we do not keep the format people enjoy, then they will not listen at all. Nobody likes to be interrupted. <sighs> that is true. I certainly don't like being interrupted. Perhaps if we script the ads and have more than just you read, then our listeners may take more heed. Plus... Somehow separate the ads and the tail, so to the listener's ear it is clear. I suppose that is a reasonable endeavor, though mostly I sought to be funny and clever. And the ditty was too loud. The actual conversation which our listeners so much enjoy was drowned out. I can adjust the sound so as not to distract. Is there anything else to which you'd care to react? Ugh, this strains the friendship and seems to be divisive in our partnership. I think thou dost not take my opinion in true regard. It is not your podcast, but a collaboration of all our hearts. Perhaps there are things better suited to a venture of your own. Your points are well made, if not, like you, somewhat aged. After much sighing and negotiation, do our dandies now have a path to reconciliation? Forsooth, tis but time, and the next act will tell, if this rift has mended and all will be well. Some further weeks pass, nay a month or more. 
And again, Wesley is considering what has been learned from his trial and error. I have come to see Liam's perspective. The ads didn't drive my desired projection, and in fact, the feedback has been largely rejection. Not only did it not work, it made Liam mad, and for that I'm now truly sad. But also annoyed, as now I have a smug thug to hug and admit his points were valid. Enough. A better man and dandy am I to admit I tried and failed, but was true to my conviction. And now to have learned the need to park my ego and to collaborate on our common direction. The lesson learned is thus. We must always discuss, to be sure in our shared vision, it is only in us we can trust. Now I go, and rather than to prove myself right, I vie instead to choose a nice slice of humble pie. Liam, my dear friend. You were right. I dust bite my tongue. Where's? About what, perchance? There are so many things I say and so many views I express, which may be right or wrong. This is not so much dissembling as disambiguation. I have come to see your perspective, and the dandies are indeed different. The inclusion of ads is intrusive. Our format is, in fact, inventive. Thank you for your patience whilst I was being thick. If nary even a bit of a dick. That's what your wife said, too. I appreciate your felicitations. When so did you realize this as such? I was trying to be too derivative. I see now that what we do is truly innovative. Where else do four men speak openly about issues that affect them? The joy is in the narrative. To dilute that is to undermine the value we bring. In truth, it is that from which I derive joy and makes my heart sing. I'm glad that we're on the same page. If not for that jibe about my age. (laughs) We need a better way to communicate so as not this situation to replicate. What say we formalize how our partnership shall function forthwith? Agreed. Our roles must be clear. How say you, I be the director who determines the intent, and you are the producer who ensures the quality of that which we present? That is agreeable to me, and in truth, makes me happy. I've started my own venture, too so that I may explore my own creative avenue. That is excellent. And I'm glad you are bursting forth like a protuberant erection. Tis resolved then. Our valuable partnership of dandies shall continue. And thus, the disagreement between dandies was resolved through discussion, consideration, negotiation, and contemplation. While it could have led to conflict and acrimony, Instead, it resulted in a stronger partnership, which continues a venture valued by many. For if there is a lesson to be learned from our dandy's dispute, it is to understand and maintain focus on that which is most important, friendship and the pleasure of a shared endeavor.
the first question is to Josh and Mudcat is, what do you think of a little play? I had no idea any of this was really going on. Same. So, I mean, I, I knew we'd talked about these things on the initial dandy road trip uh, through bourbon country, but I, I didn't know that it was an ongoing thing. And I, I remember the, the fake ads and I thought they were just kind of like a funny thing Wes was doing. I didn't know they were meant to tweak Liam. <laughs> <laughs> well, they weren't meant to. <laughs> definitely did. <laughs> I think it's an entertaining thing, right? Like the, it's got a higher production value with voiceover and music and stuff that we usually do. They, I think that just the sport of it, right? Like actually doing a medium uh, or doing a meter and doing a, a different sort of formatted show is interesting in its own right. Um, as I said earlier, I'm you know, surprised that you guys were able to both write and perform uh, something that's you know that far out of you know a normal milieu so uh, as far as the you know the format structure is it a quality product yes uh, that is skipping all of the internal debate uh, that is actually the content of the show <laughs> <laughs> well thank you it was actually really fun we Wes and I started this a while back and then when we had literally nothing else to do in the desperation and the depths of, of COVIDity, uh, we, we dusted it off and, and uh, um, had some rehearsals and, and put it together just to see how it would come out. And, and again, thank Wes for doing all that heavy lifting on the edits because, uh, yes, it was, it was many takes. But we did want to cover the topic, and the topic was how do you handle a pretty significant disagreement between friends and do so without burning everything down when you've got a passionate <laughs> viewpoint on both sides? Yeah, and I was terrified of it because it's horrible to go back and be like, yep, I did that wrong. Yep, <laughs> that, that was a mistake. Yep, yeah, that was incredibly rude. And, and to have to go and relive it was uh, – Something I wanted to do in because I, I hoping it's valuable to anyone else who's had to go through a similar uh, type of a fight with a, a, a coworker or a friend or something like that. And, you know, if we're going to sit here in these conversations and talk about trying to be vulnerable, like, well, I just I got to do it. <laughs> so I, I enjoyed that, that Liam came up with this idea to do it in this format, because then I could just kind of disassociate a little bit and be a character of myself, a caricature, I hope of myself. And that made it a little easier to relive. But uh, yeah, I, I ha I can tell you that if you ever want to uh, listener, if you ever really just want to go back and, and, and learn from your mistake, um, have your friend write it into a play and then have to, memorize the lines <laughs> and you're going to get a really good healthy dose of like oh i'm never going to make this mistake again <laughs> it's it's therapy through theater uh and, and it was the same for me as well it's like having to go back and remember it's like oh what what was the the event that really rankled me and then well yeah why did it rankle me so much when i when i could understand wes's what wes was trying to do but it was just like pressing some of those big red do not press buttons. 
And and so yeah, for myself, it was also a, a an exercise in self-reflection to initially doing the original scripting, try and write both sides because I, I wanted to be uh, conscious of Wes's perspective. Uh, and 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 then there were, there were some parts where I just went, Wes to fill in because I didn't know what was going on in his head and I wasn't going to try and in, infer it. And that was actually the, the, I think the fun bit is that first he would put a bit of distance between the actual events and the play. But then we were actually able to go through and, and chat about it, what were we thinking at the time and, and how did we re- regard the other person's reactions to that and do so with some empathy. I thought it worked out well. Mm-hmm. So next time we're going to try and do it all in, in, uh, as, as, a, as a tap dance. No joking. Um, <laughs> interpretive dance yeah. in an audio program <laughs> always always agree for the medium <laughs> Liam what did you learn from it if anything <laughs> now, you can be really stubborn um, <laughs> me yes, yes. <laughs> that's definitely the lesson <laughs> who, did, who did that sound like <laughs> Uh, and uh, it's important to be you know, patience is is you know is is not my strength. You know, I'm not one of the people who think patience is a virtue. I think why the why can't hurry the fuck up be a virtue? Um, but in in resolving this and you getting to the point where we could have the conversation, patience was better than largely better than confrontation without sort of giving up my perspective. And it was important to me that, you know, you did feel you know, uh, able to express yourself. It was just when you were, when you were taking unilateral action that, that that started to, and where I thought it was affecting the quality of what we were doing. Yeah. That was the part where I started to really like, push back. And, uh, and also, yeah, I do hate ads with a passion of a thousand suns. Sponsorships are fine. You know, um, even product placement. Or some of those kind of things. You're mentioning products that we actually use, which we do all the time. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you there because what to you is the difference? Ads interrupt, and ads are generally a, a short, targeted piece, specifically, often scripted by the sponsoring organization, agency, company, whatever it is, to push their message in their way. So ads on television, ads on radio is is they interrupt the narrative flow. They interrupt it. And I hate I hate that because I've never watched a lot of commercial television or listened to commercial radio. I, I like listening to an entire show. I, I like having long, undisturbed blocks of time. If in that or at the end we were doing something as a sponsor and we happened to be talking about a topic where that was relevant, then I'm fine with that. But an ad which is somebody else interjecting their viewpoint into your narrative. I just can't stand it. I can't stand it as, as, as just, it's the antithesis of communication to me. So as an ad salesman, okay. uh, <laughs> take it away, my cat. <laughs> there are ways to do ads that are not just terrible. I mean, sort of two shows that I watch religiously uh, on YouTube, Binging with Babish, which is a cooking show, and he just opens every show and says, this week's episode is brought to you by Brownie Paper Towels. I made a mess. Watch Brownie, watch Brownie pick it up. And then he goes in and does his thing. And, 
you know, like it's not intrusive. It's like clearly like, hey, these guys are paying for this stuff. Uh, yeah, here, here's the ad. It's done in a reasonably tasteful way. Uh, now let's get back to the things we care about. There are just so many ways to both, because we are not bound by the strictness of network television, there are so many ways to generate revenue from you know, digital products. So, so as I said, two things is that, yeah, we're, we're not a serialized broadcast networky thing that has to do ads. And I listen to a lot of podcasts. I don't watch YouTube. I don't watch a lot of stuff. Uh, I hope that coffee's good, Mudcat. Um, the, uh, but for me, and, and ads is a, is a thing that in the US you haven't been able to escape. Is that Americans' tolerance for ads is high, and and embrace of advertising is high because America is the largest advertising market and it's the most advertised people probably on the planet, and and so therefore you just accept it. And my point is that I don't. It's not something that I grew up with. It's not something I I like, and I don't like, and I, and I do tend to detect where it's a a. Or respond negatively to to where it's an artificial um, construct being added in. Also, you know, we have people all over the world listening to us, and they want come to listen to to us, not to have a product plugged at them. Which is say, as I said, happy for sponsorships. There's a number of clever ways that you can do sponsorships. So anyone out there listening. But uh, not to have the unstructured ads, not to have the, well, we're going to do an episode about, you know, um, Bobo's hemorrhoid treatments. Okay, guys, let's talk about hemorrhoids. It's it's just fake. Sure. We also wouldn't wouldn't take ads from Bobo's. Yeah. Well, what kind of money is Bobo's offering? That's what I'm like. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah, let's let's take a step back because I want to make sure this is not a, 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 a Liam. I can hear you get defensive. I, I don't want to make this the conversation about uh, should we do ads because we we went through that, and I, I know that Mudcat and Josh, you're in this business, so I don't want to make this seem uh, a reprehensible to your profession at all. Uh, no, this was more of a what what triggered this fight was two things. One was. Liam asked me not to do something and I did it anyway. So it could have been on any topic from Mm -hmm. a creative standpoint. He said, Hey, I don't want you to do that. And I was like, fuck that guy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm going to do it anyway. And so that was mistake number one. And then number two, as we're talking about now is that, you know, we, you're, you, all of you are right. Mike, you're absolutely right. Like there are so many constructive, positive ways to add a revenue source um, through sponsorships or advertising, whatever word you want to call it. But the way that I had experimented with was the typical television show where you go for a little bit, you break away for a section of advertising, and then you come back to your content. You know, So you go content, ads, content. And that also was <laughs> a frustrating moment to to what Liam is talking about here. And Liam, forgive me if I'm putting words in your mouth, but it's the... It's that section where Mudcat, you're absolutely right. Like you can you can take a different format where you can have a topic that we as the dandies wanted to do. Like let's say we wanted to do one about getting suits made. Mm-hmm. That's a topic that we wanted to do. And then we go out searching for potential 
brands or companies that would fit that and shop our idea and have them be able to tag a sponsorship to the end. And that's kind of the idea where we want to go. And, uh, and that's really where the argument was. So like, so answering the question, like, what would I do differently uh, is really have a discussion with, oh, I don't know, two people who are in the advertising industry <laughs> and ask, ask for your opinion about how this might work. And we could talk about like what my ideas were. Liam could talk about what his ideas were, what your guys' ideas were. And we could probably come up with a plan rather than me in my closet going like, you know what I'm going to do? Make jokes and just do whatever I want, you know, because that's, that's inappropriate. That's, that's kind of where this all started from and uh, how we got here. Well, I hope everyone else loved it. Uh, before we sign off, uh, any last comments or questions about this? Have you learned your lesson? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Collaboration. I think, I think that's really the biggest thing, you know, it's, it's that just because after we're all said and done and we hit stop on the recording and then I, you know, I sit with the material, it's not mine. I think that was really the thing that, that, cut clear the most. It's like, you know, we can, we can all disagree on different things, but this isn't my, you know, I felt very much, so I've been in bands my whole life and, and it very, I felt very much like the lead singer doing the classic lead singer mistakes of like, Oh, I'm, I'm the one in the front. And it's just total (laughs) bullshit. So it's like, it's like, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that, that was, that was a very important reminder and and good lesson learned. And actually I'm going to turn it the other way because I mean, you know, we've been writing kind of hard on on Wes and, and, you know, your, your unilateral action and and you, you taking lessons from this, but how about you, Liam? Um, what, what have you taken from this? I think part of it as well was, was making sure that some of the things like when, when we first got going, it was, it was ad hoc, you know, we, none of us had done a podcast before and so Wes and I'd had some discussions or that or as we intimated in the scripting we'd had some discussions but we weren't really clearly delineating decisions and expectations and and that kind of then or communicating about it so Wes and I were were not setting aside the time as we do now to regularly meet and discuss what we're going to do to discuss approaches and to discuss these kind of issues prior to you know something happening so it was a, it was a bit of a free for all and uh, i accept different perspectives but it doesn't mean i'm going to change my mind although sometimes i do and i think again we tried to capture that in the script is like okay well i'll give up some of the things that I'm fairly passionate about in order so that Wes can explore some of these ideas just out of the way of exploring the ideas to create some room. So I think, yeah, there's, there's elements there that, that where me digging my heels in because my vision was different to Wes's vision or my expectations were different to Wes's expectations were not necessarily always coming across in, in the most constructive way. And again, when I was scripting it, I was, I was, scripting like some of the Sotovoce comments and things like that were were that expression of frustration that could have been handled, I think, differently. And so yes, both of us were doing things that were essentially bouncing off the other person or pressing the other person's buttons, uh, which didn't need to happen. But the the important thing is is the keeping the respect and keeping the 
conversation going. And as I mentioned, patience before, sometimes just letting the dust settle a little bit before and finding a, a better way to raise a, a point of discussion rather than continuing to to bull in a china shop the issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't text fight with your friend. <laughs> Do not text fight. <laughs> if, email is a, if, yeah, if email is a terrible way to communicate, texting is even worse. Because you don't get any of the nuance. You, you, you have this completely like anonymous interaction with someone you care deeply about. And uh, yeah, pick up the phone, have a, have a phone conversation if you can't have it in real life. That was really the other thing too, is just, you know, it's like, yeah, you mentioned it right there, Liam. It's like that patience of, it's like, oh, you get text. And then you, you're going to interpret that message the way that y- you want to. Like, so if, yeah. if I'm in a bad mood and I get a text from anyone about anything, that text is coming from someone else who's in a bad mood. That's the way I'm going to imagine it. And they're going to agitate whatever mood I'm already in. It's generally just this horrible way to have a meaningful conversation. And that was represented in the play by the metaphor of the crow carrying a message. It's <laughs> like crow being the symbol of like death and, and societal collapse and all those kind of things. And on, on the other side of it, yeah, to your point is, is that there, you know, where's, I think my patience carried through early. I think when Wes did, change the way that he he was what he was doing and, and come for I thought you were going where you handled it really well is that you you said hey can we have a talk and and then we got on the phone and 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 you just said yeah I've been a bit of a dick and, yeah. <laughs> and you know, what, what where do we go from here and so we were able to have a, a you know a bit of self-reflection there rather than the doubling down and and you know trying to dig your heels in uh gave us some room to be able to discuss what we felt and why and then come up with a with a strategy a stratagem for for both for the podcast and how we were going to work together going forward we hope that for you listener if if you took a listen to it we hope that uh, you get something out of it uh, if if nothing more than just some some entertainment but honestly this one was real personal for me uh, for a lot of reasons and and i hope that if you're in a situation where you know you're having a fight, take a moment, breathe, and be patient and be vulnerable. You know, find out why the other person is angry. I think that was really the big thing for me. Is you know, I had no idea why Liam was angry, and I took the time to find out. And then it was like, okay, now I can have some understanding and we can move forward. So, without further ado, oh yeah, if you have any questions for us, email us at themoderndandy.life. We still have one more episode of the season. Who's your dandy? The Liam edition. (laughs) So stay tuned. That's coming out. And uh, then we're going to take a break before starting season three. Thank you, everyone. Until next time. Thank you. And applause in the background as today's show comes to an end.
Thank you.